Hi, this is Bill Johnson, and you're listening to The Horror Squad Podcast. Podcast episode number 198. Happy Halloween. Tonight we're talking about Beetlejuice and, and Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Rocky Horror Picture Show from 75 and Beetlejuice. I forget the year on that one, but I had a great time revisiting both of these. So what's going on, guys? Not much. Had it been a while since you've seen both of these, Todd? Beetlejuice I watched last year around the same time, and then Rocky Horror Show, it's been since I was like 13, since I watched the whole thing through. Okay, so yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, I, Beetlejuice I watch at least once a year, so that one was a you know an e- easy revisit. But it's always uh, good though. It's always good every time. Yeah, for sure. And Rocky Horror I hadn't seen since that infamous uh, date night I had with uh, my first girlfriend, where her dad like gave me the speech. So the Maiden? <laughs> no, no, no. That's a, a way before that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we're going like mid nineties at this point for her dad. Uh, like before going to a party where we were going to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, put me aside and like basically almost pinned me to the car and told me no drugs no alcohol no no sex tonight and he kind of gave me a big warning so it's been like in that order or <laughs> right yeah I, I was fucking 14 you know like give me a break in, in a party full of fucking like other girls i mean you know anyway good times yeah so i haven't seen that since that time so i was excited to revisit it and you know to actually watch it <laughs> i don't remember it much from the first time I had a great time watching it. Awesome. Hi. What about you guys? What's going Happy on? Happy Halloween, everyone. I can't believe it's already here. It's just like October went by so fast. It has. Yeah, this episode drops Friday. <laughs> yep. What's that? This episode comes out on Friday? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so Halloween's right around the corner for everybody then. Yes. Yeah. Two nice. days away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got one more weekend to enjoy and... That's it. That's all she wrote, folks. So get out there this weekend. Enjoy the last of your Halloween festivities, but don't get too depressed because, you know, we celebrate year round as horror fans. So, you know, it's a little extra spooky, you know, in October, but you got to keep the, the spookiness up year round. You guys going to party this year? What's the, what's on the docket? Um, Actually, we went to a Halloween party on Saturday. Sam, you want to talk about it? No, you can't. Okay. Um, we went to a Halloween party at the Hawthorne Hotel. We go every single year. Uh, last year was canceled due to COVID, unfortunately, but uh, they basically take over the entire hotel. They have uh, a live band, uh, two or three DJs on multiple floors and whatnot. It's really cool. Um, it's, it's expensive as hell, though. Like, it's really, me and Sam always say, we're like, it's really not worth the price of admission. Um, but, you know, it's like kind of tradition at this point. Um, for the We're price you pay, fifty bucks or no, like hundred and sixty bucks. Oh wow, that's like and a free Universal off. Studios pass. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. and it doesn't include open bar or anything. Like it literally just gets you in the door, and you get some like hors d'oeuvres um, that aren't even that impressive. <laughs> um, but it's you know, I it, they can get away with it because it's Salem in October, so they just jack the price. And it sells out every single year, so people go. It's still a good time. You see some amazing costumes, and this year was no exception. There was some really 
awesome costumes. I think my favorite was there was a, a Jaws costume where like the girl was like basically eat, getting eaten by Jaws and then her uh, significant, significant other was Brody. That one was really cool. There was also a great female gremlin. Uh, you guys know my love of Greta the gremlin. So that, you know, that, that was very nice to see. Um, and that means Joe got a boner. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, I don't know what Sam do. Was there any favorites you saw? Um, none that I can think of off the top of okay. my head. There was also a really good, well, since we're doing Beetlejuice tonight, there was well, a couple of Well, just really tell good them things. who won, like, the contest since you saw it. I can't remember. You like, can't remember? Won. No, I mean, the the Jaws people won, and there was, like, a uh, Alice in Wonderland, like, themed one, which, honestly, I didn't think was that good, but they won. And, yeah, I can't really, I can't really remember. Well, like, because I was, like, set in the back, so I couldn't really see... Uh, the people when they went up on the stage that well but there was a really good um there was actually like three really good Beetlejuice costumes um one in particular was the Maitlands but when they're like decaying um that one was really cool so yeah I mean it was a great time and we had a lot of fun we also went to the pumpkin patch uh last week so that was a nice fall activity we rode we had our apple cider donuts and picked some Ice pumpkins. apple cider yes Mm-hmm. Is there a hayride involved? Yeah, it was nice little corn maze. So we, did we didn't we didn't do the corn maze because Joe had <laughs> an a like panic attack or something last time, and it yes. was oh I remember that mm-hmm. it was like he was being so dramatic about it. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, definitely not going to risk that again. Yeah, bring your machete next time so you can cut your way out. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, it just like in my head when we were going through last year, I just was like, man, like if like I had like a heart attack out here, I would be dead. I was like, because no one like a fire, the fire department would not be able to find me in here. And I would just and I'd drop dead. It was like it wasn't a very that big. <laughs> it's huge. You, you would haunt it, though. That's a plus. That is true. You'd be yeah. the legend of it, Joe. Yeah. That, yeah, they actually turn it into a haunted corn maze at night, which is pretty cool, which I, I would do that. Like, I don't think that, that would be. I would have as much anxiety doing that for whatever reason, but yeah, no, it was a great time. And yeah, so we were just trying to get all the fall activities in before uh, it's all done. Thanks. And uh, speaking of the party at the Hawthorne, uh, I heard there was this really like creepy scream couple. Can you tell us about that a little bit? You just glossed right over that. So Yeah, we did. Uh, Yeah, Sam and I decided to be uh, Casey Becker and Ghostface. And we did role reversal. So I was Casey Becker. And Sam was Ghostface. And we got a lot of compliments. I was, I was telling Sam, I think, so, you know, we've done like pretty, I think pretty good costumes every year, but this year was like, we got like stopped on the streets for like pictures and stuff while we were walking there. And then we, well, we got a lot of compliments when we were uh, in there. So yeah, I think it came out pretty good. Just to clarify, I wanted to be Ghostface and Joe wanted to leech onto my costume. So, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, once you said that, I was like, okay, that's perfect. So you should have been Dewey. Dewey would have been good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just knew Casey Becker would be easy because like it didn't mm-hmm. require a lot. So <laughs> I wanted to be Gail, but I was like, I'll just do ghost face because I really wanted to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. What did we say? We already thought about what we were going to do next year. Remember? I, I remember we, I threw something out there. You remember? No. All right. Well, stay <laughs> tuned. Stay tuned for next year. <laughs> right. no, that's awesome, guys. It's uh, yeah, they're, they're really funny costumes. I really like them. So yeah, and I fun. 
what are you going to be this year? I know you're going to be twisty, right? Steve yep. and Todd, what, what are you in the family going as? Um, I'm just going to be Ghostface again like last year. All Sam right. actually ripped me. Todd. Sam, wow, Sam stole your idea. Um, oh my God, we're twins. We're twinning it. again. Going trick-or-treating. Get my dad candy tax. Being Ghostface is so fun, Todd. It's like, easy too. You're anonymous and you're just. I know. Yeah. I loved it so much. Like I was rarely taking my mask off to have my drinks and to have my snacks. I just. You just do the, the chin drink. Yep, exactly. And there were so many kids who were so excited to meet Ghostface and they were like hugging me and shit. I was like, oh, I was like, I could be a real killer about to kill your kids and you're letting your kids hug me. I bet you next year it's going to be a big costume again with a new movie. Yep. Well, maybe not because it's coming out in January, right? So it's. I yeah, think people so. Are, people are, forget easily though. People are gonna remember how fun it is, how fun Scream is. Yeah. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah, no kidding. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, we didn't really talk about better. seeing the trailer or anything. Yeah. Did you guys see it? I did. I oh, saw on theater when I. Uh, oh, we don't really care. No one cares. Okay. Yeah, well, it was I, good. I didn't. I watched it. <laughs> well, I was forced to watch it because it was in the theater. But yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was. Uh, yeah. I think it showed enough and. I hope I don't see anything else. Yeah. It's like one of those where I don't want to see more. I just want to see the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you get a boner when you saw Sydney? <laughs> no, no, not really. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm excited for it. Like the trailer didn't blow me away or anything, but the fact that it's uh, the guys who did Ready or Not are directing it, that gives me a lot of hope for this one. So my expectations are, are pretty high, actually, even though I didn't like Scream 4. Um, I hope they, you know, take it in a good direction. So we'll see. It, it felt like Scream, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it, the, just the general tone of it. So I'm excited. Bill Sidney off or no? Yes. What's your What's your choice? And, yes. And, and this series right now, you know, at least this mainline series, I would say, uh, mm-hmm. you need to kill Sydney. I don't know, because like she's a killer. I'm gonna be pissed. It's like she's not, like a, She's like the new Laurie Strode, right? Like she's like you know the new she's like the face of a, a horror franchise she's the heroine so like i feel like killing her off would kind of kill the franchise but we'll see yeah for sure all right you guys are ready for getting some questions all right yes awesome you can ask us questions on social media at the horror squad podcast or of course on our discord a lot of stuff going on in the discord these days a lot of conversations a lot of people watching horror movies because we have a room in there where we take a screenshot of a movie and people have to guess what it is. And there have been a lot lately. And people are awesome. Like, they guess really quickly. So, some big-time horror fans in there. Uh, first question comes to us from Chuck, Captain Amazing 85. Do you think that the movies we consider classics are due to physical media rentals and ownership? I can't think of any movie now that I consider a classic compared to the ones we rented and watch over and over. Hmm. Maybe yes and no. I don't know. It's like if I... Um buy a book on my kindle or you know digital library or whatever and i really like the book i'm still gonna buy the the actual physical book because i you know want to collect it and most movies have a physical release even netflix ones you just go on like um people that make customs or whatever you can get your own one so no i don't think so it's just not like there's nothing really iconic coming out you know everything's everything's been done um i'm gonna say no as well but for me it's a different factor i think it movies become classics over time. Um, so, you know, the movies we watched 20, 30 years ago over time become classics. So the movies we're watching now in 20, 30 years from now, they could be considered classics. Like, I mean, there's one right now. I consider 
the witch to be like to me that was an instant classic and i think that's one that will stand the test of time with most horror fans um but yeah i mean i think you just gotta give it time with movies um i'm gonna say no for the reasons that were already stated yeah um yeah i'm I'm the same way i i think uh time definitely brings in uh classics in our minds but i mean personally i've recognized recent films as what I would eventually consider classics, uh, The Conjuring's uh, Insidious. You know, there are movies that I watch that I know that they're going to hold up the test of time for me, you know, that I'm going to watch for years to come. Fuck, I even said this, uh, I think it was last year, when Hubie Halloween came out. Like, it wasn't even in my top 10, but it's something I'm going to watch every year because it's such a fun Halloween movie. In fact, we, uh, we're going to use it as one of our uh, carving movies this year because... It really puts us in the spirit. So even though it wasn't like a great movie, to me, it's eventually going to become a classic because it. I think it might uh, hold the test of time. So I don't think it has much to do. I mean, it's, it certainly helps when you had like five movies and you watch them over and over because that's all you had as a kid, like the ownership part. Uh, the rental, not so much. I think that rental is just a physical manifestation of the streaming, right? So I don't think there's a big difference there. And actually, sorry, one more thing about mm-hmm. that too. Like, I feel like nowadays, even more movies will be considered probably classics down the road just because with streaming, like so many more eyes can get on a movie as opposed to when we were doing physical media. So, I mean, you get fucking movies like breaking records like every other week on Netflix, you know, because people like are are finding them so easily now. So, yeah. I think that uh, would also work against it too, though, because possibly so yeah. much out there like squid game was popular and now it's not even talked about it was like two weeks ago that's <laughs> yeah. so like well it's like yeah that's just people's short hard. attention spans yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that that's true though because like if i talk to my friends they've all seen a nightmare on elm street right because that was one of the movies that people talked about but now like you said a streaming movie it'll be talked about for like a month and if you watch it after it's like oh you know old news <laughs> we're moving on so yeah there is a lot of choice and it, a lot of it can get lost in the shuffle a bit i still think a good really solid film is gonna uh, hold true for a while uh next question is from ga torres there have always been talks about a beetlejuice sequel or a remake who in your opinion would be a good choice nowadays to replace michael keaton as beetlejuice should you have to replace him, of course. Why would you? Yeah, I was going to say, why would you even have to replace him? I think he would definitely come back and do it. You what know? happened with that sequel that was on it's, the It's docket. been in limbo for like 20 Never. years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought like like two, three years ago, they were like, it's happening. Yeah. Tim Burton said something along those lines, but it just disappeared into, I don't think they can find a good script for it. So, hmm. I mean, I mean, that's a good thing if they're actually not making it because they can't think of a great idea for it. So not do do it just for the money but i feel with everything like hocus pocus coming back and all that stuff i think it's a matter of time personally and uh michael keaton is i mean he had a career resurgence a few years ago Mm -hmm. but as of next year he's gonna really skyrocket with uh, coming back as batman coming back as a vulture uh i think we're gonna see a lot of michael keaton and that might be maybe our last shot to get a beetlejuice like a proper beetlejuice too but anyway uh who would you if you had to replace them who would you pick? Uh, well, I just got I just got sad real quick because I just thought of Michael Keaton and when he should have won the Oscar and like he had his like speech and like he tucked it. You see him like tucking it back in like when the camera panned to him. I was like, it's the saddest moment ever. He needs an Oscar. Like, I, 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 yeah, I love Michael Keaton. What movie was that for? I think it was Birdman. Birdman, yeah. Mm. Oh, never seen it. 
Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, really didn't like that movie. That great, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't like it either. But he, I mean, he was good. He's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who would replace God? How can you replace Michael Keaton? Right. He's kind of like, like a, Robert like, England, right? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that's <laughs> yeah. a hard one to to pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna respectfully pass on this question. I am going to go off the cuff here and not say someone like super famous, um, but he's a really good actor and I think he maybe could pull it off. Um, and that's uh, Michael Shannon. Michael, Michael Shannon. Oh. Why don't I know that name? God, he's like, he's a really good he's character in, actor. He's in, Bug. he's in Superman. Is he? I didn't yeah. see Superman. He played, he played, yeah, in Man of Steel, he plays the villain. Okay. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. yeah he's got an interesting face. Yes. Oh, you know what, Matthew Lillard, because he kind of has like the same energy. Because he gets, he gets fucking, he gets wild. That's what I like about his when he when he acts. So I'll go Matthew Lillard. I could see it. I'm gonna go with uh, Patrick Wilson. I was thinking that Sam for some reason. I don't know why. I could see it. Hmm. He has like a very um. What am I trying to think? Like a like a a face that just can do so much. If that makes sense, expressive face, maybe. Oh my god, yeah, a very expressive face. Has he done like a goofy role? I'm trying to think. Can't really think of any. Like I've always, he's always like the stoic, handsome guy. Like I don't mm-hmm. see him in anything like goofy. Yeah, but can't you see him like in the makeup? I can just see mm. it, and I can see him like dancing around <laughs> and going. It's showtime. What about like Jim Carrey? Yeah, I was, just thinking, I was just thinking Jim Carrey. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. No, because in, he was Too amazing much. in Sonic. Like, he was. So mm-hmm. I think he could pull it off, honestly. He's great Adam in any, everything, really. No, no, Adam Sandler was lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hubie was a classic, but I, I don't necessarily think Adam it was because Sandler. Of Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about Mike Myers? I think he could be. He's, he's he old, too. Yeah. He is old now, yeah. Yeah, but he still is Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason you don't see Mike Myers do like much anymore. You know, he does serious roles more than anything. Right. So I don't know. It'd have to be someone I think expressive and just really willing mm-hmm. to fucking go out there. But yeah, personally, I I wouldn't recast Beetlejuice. I'd have another bio exorcist to replace him. You know, that would be kind of my choice. But mm-hmm. it needs to if you if you're gonna make Beetlejuice, fucking have Michael you know Michael Keaton or just drop it. Um, all right. Bring back, I say bring back Juno, and she can be the new Beetlejuice. Right. <laughs> all right. So I, just gotta... I can't imagine she's alive, though. Coach, where's the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question is from Casey. I hope I said that right because she specifically said how to pronounce it. Uh, who's your favorite Rocky Horror Picture Show character? Oh. Mine is Magenta. Okay. I've one. always wanted to be her for Halloween, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll go with... pull that off. Yeah, she so definitely too. could. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Riff Raff. Riff Raff, he's really dope. My favorite, yeah. <laughs> my favorite scene is when they're walking up the castle in the fucking window singing. I'm like, he's so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Why isn't Brad? I, I like Brad, and it's because yeah. he's so like naive. Like he's he sweet. Just, yeah, he's 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 a fucking goofball. So Brad, Brad Majors, cool name too. Yeah, that's an awesome name. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, just the obvious, I guess, Frank and Fur, because mm-hmm. fuck, he just, goddamn Tim Curry kills that role. He, yeah. I got I got some uh, words for him. He's a meanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a meanie, dude. We'll get there, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I was going to mention this, too. Barry Bostwick, he does cons, and he signs, like, tidy whities Like, he That's has, like, dope. pairs of them on his table. <laughs> That's awesome. If you were in a shadow cast, 
who would you play? Ooh. Magenta, I've always wanted to do it. Let's, we should create our own. Create our own? All right. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'll, yeah, I'd go Riff Raff. I'll my favorite character. So, yeah, I think that'd be a fun one to play for sure. I'll be Eddie. I'll come in, still a show in the game. Love murders. it. Yeah, it's easy, yeah. quick and easy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, is that Milof? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be the same. Just, <laughs> yeah, you know, get, get into the cast, get a memorable scene, and yeah. fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't pull off Frankfurter, obviously, and then I couldn't pull off uh, Rocky. So it leaves <laughs> the biker or the guy in the wheelchair. Right. Yeah. Who's, who's that supposed to be played? I don't know. It's him. So one of the characters is supposed to be played by Vincent Price. Yeah, I think uh, it was oh no, the, it was the professor. The narrator. Yeah, the narrator. The narrator. Right. Yeah, he would have been a good friend. It, yeah. it, it was, that would have been yeah. perfect for him. Yeah, he really wanted to do it. It was um a, an availability issue, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But that would have been fucking. Can you imagine? That would have been crazy? awesome. All right, next one is from Caleb. Hey squad, of all 198 podcasts, this has to be my favorite to date because of how much I love Beetlejuice and Rocky Horror. I have been obsessed uh, with Beetlejuice since I was a kid. As you can tell by my profile picture, he's uh, dressed as Beetlejuice in his profile picture. And Rocky Horror has become a staple every year for me. I could go on about how much I love both movies. But in short, Beetlejuice and Frankenfurter is why I love both movies as much as I do. So first question is, what is your favorite costume you've dressed as of a movie character? Great question. And uh, Joe, Juno passed away in 1999. All right, Sylvia Juno. Yeah. All right. I mean, um, she had, seemed like she had a good life. She was pretty she old. In, that born in 1910, man. That's a freaking wow. long life. All 88 right, years yeah. old. Uh, Michael Myers, man. Like the Rob Zombie Michael Myers got a really good costume one year and just rocked it. Mowed the lawn in the costume. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. That was it. Nice. Um, I mean, I've done a few. I, I'm going to go Freddy Krueger. I was like, I was pretty young. I was like in elementary school. And yeah, I just have fond memories of it. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember if I've done any movie costumes. I think Ghostface might be the only one, perhaps. So I'll pick that one. Nice. Uh, I mean, technically, The Undertaker, because he was an escaped The Undertaker that I talked about last week. But uh, realistically, it would probably also be either Freddy Krueger or Tim Curry's Pennywise. Uh, I did both in my garage haunt. And I would really like act up those roles for people who like came to the door. Um, Pennywise, I'd taunt them. And Freddy Krueger, I'd like try to lure him in. Of course, they couldn't actually come in because I had a barrier, but uh, just like trying to creep them out and stuff. And it was just a lot of fun. So those were probably my two favorites. He says, Beetlejuice is mine, of course. Second, I've recently introduced both movies to friends with similar reactions being, what did I just watch? And that's not what I expected but they enjoyed them overall a lot. So do any of you have any stories after showing someone a horror movie for the first time? Greasy Strangler is my go-to. Um, and it's usually a very fun time. Greasy Strangler, I love it. It's great. Um, I was like really intrigued when I showed Sam a Serbian film for the first time because I, I wanted to see just like what her reaction was. And honestly, she, she handled it very well. She really was not too disgusted or shocked or anything so i don't know if i should have been disturbed that she just was like let it roll off her her was, shoulders was it the unrated <laughs> yeah oh christ <laughs> okay well let me just say that's because i looked at spoilers to see like what the scenes were gonna be and i i don't know i always tend to think about like what goes on 
behind the camera? Like how do they get it to set up a certain way and just all the stuff that goes into it? So it definitely like took me out of being in the movie. But I think if I just watched it by myself and Joe didn't tell me about it and hype it up or whatever, I probably would have been like, I mean, I am like, what the fuck, but what the fuck? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Greasy Strangler is good. I remember when I showed Joe that one, he fell asleep. Now all of a sudden it's become his favorite. Typical Joe move. Typical yeah. Joe. You know, sometimes you're, you're tired, you know, after a long day at work or something. and You, know, you, you were on vacation. I might have been on vacation. Well, even more so. When you're on vacation, <laughs> you get extra tired. All right. I'd had a few libations in me too. What else is new? Typical Joe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Just stop while you're ahead, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Todd. Um, I, I, you know, I live away from all my friends, so I don't really like get to see their reaction when I tell them about a movie. They just kind of give me their feedback later. So the closest thing I would have would be my wife and my two favorite ones I made her watch like recently were Greasy Strangler and The Special. Uh, both of them, she looked at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and what the fuck's wrong with your friends <laughs> you know, for recommending this to you? So I, uh, I always she didn't like, she didn't like either of them. Yeah, she did. She 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 like hated that she liked him. I think that <laughs> she felt yeah. dirty. Yeah, exactly. Because just like she, Janet in Rocky Horror Picture, especially show. for Greasy Strangler, because she really said she hated it, but then she was quoting it for like weeks. You know, so that's how I knew. I got her. Um, and finally, any merch from either movie? I own a few pieces from both. But my favorite piece is the light up Beetlejuice sign from Spirit. Thanks you guys so much for this week's movies. Nada zero. Just the Blu-rays. I feel like I do have some Beetlejuice stuff, but I honestly, I'm not, I can't even think of what. Uh, and I don't think I have anything Rocky Horror. I don't, do they make much Rocky Horror stuff? I know they do have some figures out there, but yeah, no, I don't think I have anything. Yeah, by extension, I'm assuming, same thing for you. I'm sorry, what? By extension, I'm assuming. Oh, I was like, what did you just call me? <laughs> um, I don't think I do. No. So Rocky Horror, I have one autograph on my wall. Um, it's from, and I forget the names. I don't have the IMDb in front of me, but the main guy, like uh, the guy with the glasses. Uh, so he, I have his autograph. And Beetlejuice, I have a little section for Beetlejuice in my horror cave, uh, which is I have the same light-up sign that Kaelin's talking about where it says Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I have uh, the like two like these mirror things of um, you know Beetlejuice and Lydia. And I have a bunch of stuff. I have, the, I have the tombstone that like lights up and stuff like that. I have one of those little candy holder Beetlejuice things. Uh, I have the snake. So, yeah, so I have a bunch of Beetlejuice stuff. I have a whole like little section dedicated to him because I really fucking love that character. All right. Uh, back to Chuck for Captain Amazing. Because he had asked that first one late, like right after our episode last week. So I was going back to it. Mm. Uh, can't wait for the reviews this week. I'm full of it anticipation to go to win my above question i humbly submit these as well what does the afterlife look like for you Oof. who's getting deep know. and who's making jokes let's see <laughs> um i i hope it doesn't look like how they portrayed in beauties because it's kind of scary Terrifying. um i've always imagined it to be like super like open like with like no buildings and everyone just kind of roaming around <laughs> um like and just chilling and it's like foggy sort of like with cl or like cloudy i guess you could say that's just like whenever i think of it that's how that's how i imagine it to be which sounds pretty depressing but i don't know like but in a but not 
but like a festival i guess yeah i don't know yeah. just no corn mazes for you no please that'd be my hell uh i don't know without getting too sentimental i guess just uh all your buddies your old dogs your old kitties your old fish and just chilling hanging out yeah i like that i think it would be my afterlife would be quiet with like all of my pets and any of my family imagine you like you're walking or whatever and then like all your pets are just like and they all oh like God, start I running so at happy. you wagon tails looking paw yeah. you know that'd be dope uh bringing video games into this my heaven or afterlife would basically be minecraft on creative mode uh and what i mean by that is you're left you're given like a blank slate and you can have whatever you want whenever you want you're basically in god mode of your own world so you feel like living in you know star wars world you feel like living in Lord of the Rings, you feel like living in Nightmare on Elm Street, you want to ha- you want to see your grandfather, you want to see your old dog, you want to see, you know, your favorite celebrity, it's anything you want for the rest of time, you know, so to keep it interesting. So that would be my idea of afterlife. We'll see. <laughs> High aspirations. If you could build your perfect horror specimen, what parts from whom would you use? Wow. Um, I would use Jason's torso for sure and then i would use man i'm trying to think of like what horror villain had like uh, arms that were biggest just wiener. weapons oh, arms. <laughs> oh wow biggest wiener. i guess i would use freddy's arms um because at least there's one weapon on it he's got those little pencil arms though he's yeah, he's got no mass to him but he has jason's torso so you know he's, yeah, he's got jacked, he's a big torso arms. little arms yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly he's like a nine-year-old right uh, and then I would use uh, Godzilla's legs and uh, King Kong's head. It's fucking monstrosity, dude. <laughs> I don't That's know. I would tough. do Frankenhooker <laughs> at the end. Just Frankenhooker. That's what I want. I don't know. Nothing comes to mind. Uh, I guess it depends what you're using your specimen for, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're using it for some reasons, I'd go with trash from Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> uh, if you're using it for other reasons, I would go with the ultimate killing machine, you know, just pick the best weapons from each character, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe Jason's face because he has the mask and Freddy's, you know, hand, arm because he has the glove and just different, you know, pieces of my favorite slashers, I guess, to make a big time killing machine. So that's what I would do. I like that. I would maybe use like any horror pets to make one big creepy pet. Super pet. Mm-hmm. Like but what are what are your favorite horror Gizmo pets? Gizmo on Cujo's body because he's like big. Right, that's awesome. So Gizmo's face on Cujo's body. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine Gizmo's face on Pumpkinhead's body? Yes. <laughs> Gizmo's face on anything would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, his last question: Sam face. Double feature, double snacks. What's the food pairing goal? Um, a nice big sliced plate of Eddie meatloaf. Oh, love it! Isn't that funny? Like, was he meatloaf before the movie? It's like, isn't so. that funny that he so, was like yeah. meatloaf? Like, you eat meatloaf, and they he was I never eating even thought on about it. That, Rocky yeah. Horror. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> But I won't do that. <laughs> what about the Beetlejuice food pairing? Beetlejuice? Shrimp cocktail. Um, there you go. Mm, yep, I like that. It. Yep. Shrimp cocktail. 
I've never had shrimp cocktail. Neither have I. It's good. I mean, if you like seafood. Yeah, What's the like cocktail it. sauce? Does it just taste like chilled ketchup? Mm, kind of like a spicy, almost like sriracha, like sort of, I feel like, along those lines. Very nice. All right. Uh, next year's question from Lil3 Cordme. What's the best maze or haunted house you've ever been to? Like Steve, you should leave this one. You've been the billion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to think of it. Um, I think overall, it would probably have to be um, the Poltergeist House at Halloween Horror Nights in like 2018. I would say uh, I didn't expect much from that house. It didn't seem like a, one of those like houses that could really be done properly. But fuck, was it well done! Like you really felt like you were in that world, and it was just friggin awesome so that was awesome and also halloween um what one of the best moments i've ever had in a haunted house and i've talked about in the past so i'll go pretty quickly was in a halloween house and when i go into these houses i'm kind of always like aware of where the scare actors are at all times you know it's just the way it is and i get into a room and I look around, there's no scare actors. So then I look at the decorations and stuff and I turn around and I look, there's like a, it's in a bedroom and there's like a mirror and I look in the mirror and Michael Myers is standing right behind me. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's like perfect timing and just felt like exactly like the movies, you know? So that was fucking awesome. So those are probably my two uh, favorite ones. Uh, for me, it would be Haunted Overload, which is in New Hampshire um sam took me last year for the first time and it blew me away it was without a doubt the best one i've ever been to obviously haven't been to like halloween horror nights or anything yet um but as far as like local haunts and stuff and it was actually i just read actually it was voted one of the best uh in america uh on a list for this year so um yeah it's definitely worth it and honestly just like the line to get in is incredible like they really like go all out just for that and then when you go into the actual haunt it's amazing so yeah i highly recommend it for anyone that's in the area i second that it's absolutely beautiful like all of the pictures that you can see online and they just do a really good job with lighting that's like it's like such an easy setup but lighting is what makes it i think what was it called again hot overload overload um for me not scary farm uh in southern california it's not like a particular maze but they always had like this uh live show called the hanging and it was hosted by Freddy Krueger and they would do like, it's basically like a stunt show um, with like horror, like icons coming up and a lot of fake blood and beheadings. It was like always really cool. And then Elvira amazing. too. Yeah, Elvira used to do her show at uh, Not Scary Farm. So I saw that one year. That was really cool. And it's haunts so bad. <laughs> Can't wait to go to another one next year for sure. Her next question. Favorite song from Rocky Horror? It's tough, man. I love the soundtrack. Like love it. Yeah, it's great. That is a tough question. My when sweet... I sing the most, it's science fiction double feature. Yeah, it's a classic. That's a good one. Yeah. Mine's sweet transvestite. From <laughs> transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> it's good, man. The whole like there's not one bad song, in my opinion, from the song. Like usually like something drags you're like, eh, fuck this. But even like uh what's it called? Uh, the one about the sword, sword of Damocles or something like that. It's like still pretty good. What's the one that um, Eddie sings? Um, hot Patootie. Is that what it's called? I believe so. Bless my soul. It's a bop. It's a good one. It, it is. is. And fucking Frankenfutter <laughs> comes out. He's jealous because he's not the center of attention. <laughs> fucking Psycho. Prick. Yeah. And I, I'm going to go classic on this one and go time warp. 
you know even though i've heard it a million times mm-hmm. you just want to fucking get up and dance when like yep. when it comes on they just it's so high energy and it is awesome i fucking love it so yeah so that shows like how crazy this movie is but we'll talk about it but uh we all chose something different um next question if you're adam or barbara spending your afterlife at your home with the Deets family what would you do to keep yourself from getting bored that's an easy one for me one word to be masturbate <laughs> yeah, thirty-five thousand movies at your fingertip. Can you watch it though, as a deceased person? Yeah, if you're not? living like them, you can. Yeah, that's true. They're they basically just living a normal life. life. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, they are pretty much doing whatever they want, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So someone were to the walk house. in the room. So someone were to walk in the room, they would see like paint cans and brushes moving around by themselves. I guess. <laughs> well, they can see them by the end of the movie. Yeah, but like the realtor oh, can probably right. Mm-hmm. I just hope like people who moved in weren't assholes like they were. I don't know. Were they assholes, Todd, or just misunderstood? Assholes, pretentious <laughs> assholes. <laughs> but I do like when the agents like I've been losing money on her shit for years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but what would you do to for you not to be bored in, in like eternity in the house? Um, I probably just haunt people, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, nothing mean, nothing like malicious or anything. Just like moving milk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like tipping it over and getting someone in trouble. Searching yeah. up weird porn and leaving it on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I would like try to scare people. Like just like little things like Todd said. Nothing that would like harm them or anything, but just fun little things like pranks. Stuff to like put doubt in their mind. Like if they put like mm-hmm. a the card keys right there, you move it to the opposite side. Right. And you're just like, hee, 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 giggling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hee, 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 hee. I think I would just do like Halloween crafting in the attic. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Build some Legos. That could be fun, I guess. You know. Yeah, but you need someone to get them for you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got to befriend someone who can see you or something. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or else you're stuck in the same world as uh, that fucking A24 movie, uh, Ghost Story. <laughs> Where, uh, you know, anyway, I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say, good. yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's great, dare I say it. <laughs> What happens uh, if like your house gets destroyed by like a flood or something? You, you stand scared? stand there like an asshole. <laughs> and, no, but the sandworms. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's yes. like a bubble where even oh. if the house isn't there, it's like it, though, it, within that square, you're fine. Yeah. Except for Beetlejuice, who the worm breaks the rules. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of anyway. We get <laughs> get to that during the review. The rules are very. Uh, <laughs> Maybe yeah. you would just like dis- maybe right. you would like maybe you would disappear back into the afterlife and then when the house gets rebuilt or whatever gets rebuilt on that you go like back in. Well, maybe I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, and she ends it with "Hope you all have an awesome Halloween." So thank you very much. Uh, next ones are from Weezerface. What about this season gives you the most Halloween feelings? Like for me, it's the smell in the air, the crunchy leaves rattling along the street when the wind blows. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a big a factor. Um, I, for me, it's like TV. Like all the Halloween specials come on, and all the horror movies are on like twenty four seven, and yeah, so that's like a big factor. And then just like the stores has all the Halloween, you know, decor out and stuff like that. So yeah, pumpkins, mm. pumpkins everywhere. Yep, pumpkins everywhere. Definitely like the chill in the air and the smell and like. When you wake up early in the morning, it's still dark outside and it's not as depressing as it is in wintertime because you're like, oh, it's October. And then along with pumpkins, like pumpkin flavored, everything, even deodorant. 
Is that true? Yeah. Oh. I have cool. a friend who ordered it, but I have not heard how it is. So I couldn't give you a product. Review. They probably, uh, I wouldn't doubt. They probably got like pumpkin condoms and pumpkin shit like axe, that too. Pumpkin, pumpkin douches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm in a mix of uh, all that. Uh, I, I The TV really does it a lot because I watch like anything that's Halloween. So all the cooking shows, like then there's a ton of them. I'll watch all of them. You know, just, I just love seeing everything about the season uh shopping you know for me i know you guys probably don't have this problem as much as i do but finding horror stuff locally is impossible for the other you know uh, 10 months out of the year so for me it's like just a sh- complete fucking shopping spree to kind of gear up so i don't have to pay huge shipping and conversion fees and uh yeah the you know the fall you have to rake the stupid leaves and all that stuff but it just puts it all together and yeah i'm excited you know and my house is so spooky it's got all this like halloween shit around it's, it's awesome good times uh her next question it's a merry fuck kill been a little while since we've done one of these frankenfurter rocky and eddie oh wow all right huh killing frankenfurter uh, right off the bat because he's giving me something std maybe um <laughs> marion rocky because he's naive He's a good-looking guy, you know. Go to the gym together, maybe get me motivated. I like and it. And then I'm um, banging Eddie because he's just a wild boy that you're just gonna smash and pass, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm totally with Todd on that for all those reasons. Who are the options now? <laughs> the buff one, the motorcycle one, and then Tim Curry. Um, this is tough. I guess I'll marry Rocky. I'll sleep with. Tim Curry and then just kill. Oh, there's no sleeping involved, girl. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll stay up all night with Tim. All right. He tricked you like anyway. He yeah, tricked you fucking... anyway. He tricked exactly. you anyway, even if you didn't want to. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm gonna go like Sam. I'm gonna fuck uh, Frankenfurter, but he's got to wear the wig for uh, that he does for uh, to sleep with the dude there in the movie. Uh, I'm going to marry Rocky and going to kill Eddie. I do like Eddie, but uh, yeah, Rocky, I think, would be easy, having an easier time with. If Rocky would take you on the back of his bike, just fucking cruising, right. <laughs> take you to that picnic spot, lay down. That's Eddie. <laughs> like a lunch. Eddie, there you go. That's Eddie, yeah. <laughs> <Like a lunch. laughs> who do, who there was someone, uh, Eddie, mm-hmm. or Rocky. Oh, I said Rocky. Yeah. Um, there was someone who dressed up as the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the costume and or mm-hmm. the costume party. And there was a guy who even dressed up like Rocky. And I really thought mm-hmm. it was him. Like he was his, jacked. He was jacked. And like his little gold like panties <laughs> were just sitting on his nice little sorry, Joe, on his nice little butt. And I was like, damn boy, look at your freaking body. Like, geez, uh, like Hercules, man. It was impressive. Like he looked just like him. Like yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, that dude. It's good. He picked the right costume. It's real good. <laughs> yeah. Next year, he's uh, gonna be the saxophone guy from Lost Boys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great costume. Mm-hmm. I met him at a con. <laughs> so random. <laughs> it was so. It was. He was super nice though. Nice. <laughs> uh, her last question: How many movies mentioned in the opening song have you seen? Flash Gordon, Invisible Man, Forbidden Planet, etc. Uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Forbidden, Forbidden Planet is one of my favorite classic sci-fi movies. So if you've never watched that, I highly recommend it. But that's why it's my favorite movie because it's a good nostalgic trip. Yeah, I've seen some of them for sure. I 
couldn't tell you how many. I don't. I didn't realize that. Is every thing they mentioned? Like how many do they mention in that opening song? I don't I, even remember. I, I, don't I mean, I've definitely that. seen Flash Gordon. The day the Earth stood still. I've seen um, that. <laughs> King Kong. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Came from outer space. Like every other thing that's not the chorus has something. All right, cool. I, I never really picked that up. I mean, I picked up some of them, but not all of them. But yeah, I've, I've definitely seen some of those. I couldn't tell you. Tell us. <laughs> I couldn't. Couldn't or won't? You tell me. Damn it, Janet. I love you. Um. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of them. I have seen the three that she mentioned. Uh, Flash Gordon, Invisible Man, and Forbidden Planet, and a few of the others. I haven't seen them all, but from my memory but like joe i mean this is only my second time watch you know first time in 20 something years so i didn't catch all the lyrics uh, right away so, give me a give me a flash gordon uh theme song there oh Save. flash ah <laughs> savior save of the universe <laughs> i love fucking flash Gordon. the, the scene in ted where uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is like fucking hilarious great uh yeah uh all right last series of questions here from uh marla creature feature Another Mary uh, Fuck Kill. Oh. Riff Raff, Magenta, and Columbia. Oh. Well, this isn't fair because I, th- I, I think me, I think me, me, Todd, and Steve. <laughs> um, all right. So Magenta and Columbia. Uh, I am going to marry. Well, this is tough because they're both crazy between Magenta and Columbia, but I think I'm going to marry magenta and fuck columbia okay. and kill riffraff nice sorry riffraff well riffraff does straighten up at the end though like it's all show remember mm-hmm. so are you doing alien bounty hunter riffraff or are we doing <laughs> that's true um i'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you there but i'm flipping the ladies because i think columbia she's a little sweetheart i think i think she's a closet sweetheart because when eddie dies she's really torn up about it Okay. And I think you can get both of them in the sack at the same time. Oh. So All right. there you go. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> this podcast is supposed to be fun, not hard. Um Steve is thinking it. Okay, thanks, Sam. You're up against the wall. The time is ticking. Um okay, and kill Rift Sleep with magenta or er, yeah. Sleep with Magenta and Mary what's her face? Columbia. Columbia. I thought Magenta was your favorite. She is, but I'm also scared of her. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go the same the same order. So, yeah. Mary Columbia, uh fucking Magenta and killing Riffraff. One more question and that will be end for the question period this week. While it's on my mind, have you guys watched Twin Peaks? If yes, your thoughts on the show movie uh, if not, is it on your to be watched at some point list? Thank you, Marla. To be watched. Yeah, I watched uh, like a few years ago. I started watching it and it didn't like grab me right away. So I stopped. I think I watched the first couple episodes. Um, but yeah, it's definitely on my to be watched. I would like to watch it at some point because I know it's so beloved. I'll watch it, but I don't know when. I don't even know what it's about, really. Yeah, it's not, uh, I wouldn't say it's so much horror as it's like trippy sci-fi almost. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes because my dad watched it, but I've never actually sat down to watch it myself. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, if I found it somewhere, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. 
uh, I would definitely probably check it out. I don't know how many seasons there are that. I think it's probably quite a bit, right? They like redid it too, or they continued. Yeah, they, they did like a, a revival, uh, yeah. couple, like not super long ago. So 30 episodes. Oh, okay. And that was two seasons. Yeah, I totally watch it. If how I many? Two seasons. Oh. Only 30 episodes. It's not too bad. It's not like the X-Files or anything. I have like 11 seasons. So. <laughs> Which is a great show, by the way. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to mention this to todd because i know he mentioned about the iron lady doing a con and she has been signed to do cons so she will oh. start popping up at cons very soon oh. i'm sure <laughs> 50 bucks probably too <laughs> stupid mm-hmm. don't encourage them <laughs> well you know strike while the iron's hot i don't blame her i would do the same but you know the- <laughs> <laughs> she's essentially just an extra though exactly yeah yeah no totally yes. i mean you know she'll fade into obscurity like in a year and cons won't ask her but you know like because it's like a big trending thing they'll have her there for a few months and then you'll never see her again probably well i hope she makes a lot of money i'm sure she'll her. make Good some for her. <laughs> yep horror's got to be the only genre that does that right where you fucking so much as appear as the smallest like sliver of thing on a popular movie and you become a fucking con that, <laughs> goer. Does that not happen at like Star Wars conventions? Like aren't there are there like super random ass people like yeah there's Star Trek those? cons and stuff. Yeah but are, do they go with like really random people? I've never seen I, someone I've never been to, been yeah, to I've never one been before. To right. I would love to go to one. That'd be fun. Star trickies. Wars one? Star Wars or Star Trek or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah but there's definitely no like romantic comedy cons. Well, Sam and I, Sam and I next year are going to go to nineties con. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the house or what? Uh, no, who it's, I know it's a Sabrina, Sabrina, the teenage witch like reunion and family matters reunion. And I forget who else is going to be. Oh, I know Nev Campbell is going to be there. Uh, Lacey Chabert, uh, the Lawrence brothers, Brothers. (laughs) Joey, Matt and Andy. (laughs) Yep. So we'll we'll uh, we'll give you guys a rundown on that when we go. I think it's in March. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's all the questions we got this week. Thank you for everyone for asking them. And now a word from our deadly sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Uh, what watched? I'll go. Uh, so I watched Don't Breathe Part 2, uh, which kind of like came and went with like not a lot of fanfare. I know we didn't really talk about that much. And uh, anyway, it's definitely an unwanted, unneeded sequel. It's about um, our anti-hero, I guess you want to call him, uh, Mr. Lang, Stephen Lang, I think is his name, right? Um, yeah, it picks off right where the movie let, uh, first one lets off, uh, where his hit, her house burns down, things like that. And then fast forward like 12 years later, he's got a daughter living with him and like he's a super protective dad and all that stuff. And he's training her how to kill and how to hide out, basically be like him. And then there's a side plot where there's like a murderer on the loose, like trying to harvest organs. 
Um, and there's these like weird dudes that are like pieces of shit and they all happen to be dishonorable veterans that were dishonorably discharged, kind of strange. And then they want to kidnap the daughter. We don't know why. Um, so basically half of the movie is the bad guys going into Stephen Lang's house and trying to kidnap the daughter. And then the other half is Stephen Lang trying to get the daughter back. It's really weird though. Like for, uh, I would like, I'm not mad that I watched it and I'll never watch it again, but like the tension was good. The kills were like really brutal, but it just wasn't needed. And like, this guy's not a good character. Like he's a rapist and you don't know who to root for because these bad guys are like bad. Like they're fucking not redeemable at all. And then you have the murderous rapist who's not redeemable at all. And you like, who am I rooting for? So there's absolutely no one to root for besides a little girl, but she's just like a plot piece, you know, she's not the main character. So uh, worth a, one watched pretty average unneeded and i hope they don't go anywhere further because the first one was all we needed other than it being him is there anything that ties it to the first one like the other people that were in the first no not at all huh, weird. which i don't remember how the first one ended i thought he got arrested for... yeah well he's, he's being picked up by ambulance or something uh, when the movie ended i think and yeah he's just scot free in this one so i was like oh i guess maybe i forgot something from the first one but what a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, turkey baster kills in this one? <laughs> no, he's the uh, the good character, quote unquote. In this yeah. Movie. So no. That's even of... more weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, and then the end at the end too. Like, there's supposed to be there's supposed to be like this emotional scene where he's trying to like tell his daughter like that he's a good guy. He's like, or convince her that like he did things for the right reasons. He's like, I'm a murderer. I'm a rapist. I'm like, are wait, you're trying to win her over? <laughs> but i love you i'm like shut the fuck up get out of here but uh yeah this is a weird one yeah you might murder for you know for necessity yeah but you're not raping someone for necessity you no. know there's no situation no. where you have to rape someone nope. so no With the turkey base too like yeah he's, just, he's malicious he's mean-spirited he's not a good hero character at all all right yeah i'll still watch it the one one time if it's on free somewhere but I probably won't rent or anything. Uh, Joan Sam, you said you had nothing this week. You've been too busy partying your asses off. Yeah, not much this week. We've been pretty busy. Um, keeping up with Chucky. Not going to talk about it though, because I know we'll be doing that. But um, so we watched some of that, and we have been watching Eli Roth's History of Horror. I don't know if you guys have been kept watching that or not, but it's it's been really good like so far this season. So if you're into like In Search of Darkness and like horror documentary stuff like that i definitely recommend checking that out um also uh did you have i don't know if anyone's been watching the movies that made us but they did a uh, nightmare on elm street uh halloween aliens and friday the 13th you can check it out over on netflix so we have i just watched the nightmare on elm street one so far which i thought was okay i didn't i wasn't super impressed with it but um i'm excited for the other ones so we'll see how it goes Awesome. Uh, I, I've been fucking just killing 2021 movies lately. Uh, so I have like a list of 12 that I could choose from. Uh, so I'm going to pick two that I think were most worthy to talk about. The first one is an Italian film that I found over on Netflix, and it's called A Classic Horror Story. So in this one, a, a group of people are picked up in a camper uh, and being brought somewhere uh, to like, it's, it's almost like a weird uber situation that they have going and the main like the driver is filming the whole thing and this whole thing it doesn't really matter to the story and uh they crash 
and like in the middle of the road and they're driving in the woods and stuff and all of a sudden they wake up and they're in front of this super weird house um and they think that's super weird so they go into the house and the driver recognizes it because apparently it's a house from a legend where three kind of demonish characters uh reside and they each of the three demon characters have a different like sense that uh, affects them like one of them's blind one of them's uh, mute the other one's deaf and they do things to like kill their victims uh, according to their like disabilities and this whole like adventure ensues where it becomes kind of a cult situation it's almost like the village meets uh Mitsumar meets a little bit of uh, uh wrong turn type of situation and it's a really interesting film. And to be honest with you, up until the last 20 minutes, I thought for sure this would be in my top 10 of the year. But there's uh, the ending. It's one of those endings that you're either going to fucking love or hate. And I was more on the hate side. I think it was an interesting idea, but it wasn't executed well. So I would be curious as to what you guys would think. Because like I said... It really depends on how you feel about the ending, whether or not this is a good movie, which is what I thought, or a great movie, uh, which I would be curious to see what you uh, what you think. So that's a classic horror story over on Netflix. All right. Uh, I was trying to knock out some 2021 movies as well. Nowhere near as much as Mr. Steve there with the 65, whatever it is now. But I watched Sun over on Shudder. I know Steve and Joe watched the screener this a while back. And uh, it stars the granddaughter character from Halloween and Halloween Kills um, as a young mother who escaped a cult. Um, and she has a young son that she's taking care of. But she starts seeing visions um, or home, in uh, home invaders like of um, the cultists coming back and fucking with their son. He soon gets like violently ill um, where doctors know, don't know what's going on and then murders start happening. It follows like a detective played by Mill Hirsch, Sam's boyfriend, um, who's kind of trying to help her out, but also trying to like uh, solve murders and shit like that. Um, I ended up really liking this one. I don't remember what you guys said about it, but I liked it was predictable. Like I knew where it was going and the plot beats were like, oh, you, you, you knew what was going to happen because it was kind of like. The, the plot wasn't trying to hide anything, but it was well acted and the kid didn't annoy me, which is always a huge risk with the child actor and the violence was pretty damn good. So yeah, it might make my top 10. A son on shutter. Yeah. I think we were all pretty favorable on that one as well. I don't think it will make my top 10, but uh, it was a pretty good one. Yeah. Same thing for me. I just misses out on my top 10, but uh, I did really enjoy it and it was uh, mm -hmm. definitely a solid film. Uh, my last one this week is another 2021 film that I found over on Amazon Prime, and that's Devil's Island. So in this one, a uh, kind of early 20-something girl is uh, inherits a house from her grandparents that they passed away in on an island in the Thousand Islands up in New York. And uh, she decides that she's going to leave her life and live there and just live in like seclusion and try to make a living there and just kind of see, I guess, find herself stuff like that so she goes to this little island that has the house on it and you know there's memories of her grandparents of course and there's a caretaker uh that takes care of some of the islands around that area who uh who knew her grandparents and kind of like settling her in tell her how to get food and how to work the boat and everything all that stuff uh so he leaves and then she starts exploring the house and everything and she starts uncovering clues that there might be some cult activity within 
the area and as she meets the locals who uh, are quite weary of her uh, she starts to suspect that they don't want her there for some reason and she wants to find out why and then a bunch of stuff happens and uh, yeah I don't want to say too much because it's a new film Uh, this is not a great film by any means but the main actress like really kind of lured me in as like I could relate to her like that's how I would be kind of if I were in that situation and she she hasn't done like anything else so very good like first role for her the mystery kind of kept me going throughout the story it it really takes twists and turns uh, throughout the whole film and overall I I enjoyed it Uh, not something I'd revisit necessarily not something I'd go out of my way to recommend but if uh, you want to watch a cool like kind of story and try to puzzle this mystery together, uh, check it out. So that's Devil's Island over on Amazon Prime. All right, get them trivia questions out. The points are as follows. Myself leading 101. Steve got another point pickup due to the tape review. He's at 99. Joe is at 97. Sam 66. This is game number 41. I got a shit ton of questions sent to me. Thank you very much by like four different people. I truly appreciate it. Who would like to lead off today? I'll go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, All right, this is one. This one's from Mondo, buddy Mondo from the Let's XP Geeking Gaming podcast. In uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first movie, Tina is said to be what age? 16. 16 is on the board. 17. 17. 17. What was that, Sam? 17. Joe said 17. Oh, so I can't say it now? <laughs> well, you get, both can't get it right if it's 17. No. Yes, we well, can. Okay, well, everyone's wrong. It's 15, which is kind of gross because oh. she's banging dudes in that movie. Oh. So I did not remember that. Oh, and I also found out today that the Freelings in Poltergeist are 32, the parents in that movie. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was on like, the, what uh, the fuck? What? On yeah. Discord. <laughs> like, you they think they like should be like older? 50. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> at least 45. Yeah, right. I was like, wow, so I'm older than they were in that movie, but they look like they're about 20 years older than I'm, me. I'm 34 movie. with a 12-year-old. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was, we were talking about that on the Discord today, like things that made us feel old. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, is one one of my good friends became a grandmother. Uh, I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Because, I mean, she had her son at 18. Uh, her son had a kid at 20. She's 38. <laughs> Boom. Grandmother. Wow. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. fuck. Like, That's come on, early I'm, grandma age. Too. I'm not even in my fucking 40s and already have friends that are grandparents. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Catch up, Steve. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'll ask the next one. All right. Uh, so thank you for uh, the. F- okay. Yeah. I got a bunch of sense as well. So this one's from Cody, Oddjob versus 007. This famous horror director went by the name Ape Snake when he cameoed in porn. What the fuck? Um, um it's Wes uh, craven fuck you yes Joe. damn it i couldn't get the name <laughs> oh, out oh wow that's craven yeah he like directed porn yeah. right i think yeah he did yeah. really it's, it's, yeah. well the question says he cameoed i don't know i don't think he like started in any i don't <laughs> yeah, think he, he did anything it. yeah well I was he, he in the background like eating a sandwich like know. what the fuck was he by? <laughs> let's make some fucky fucky <laughs> all right he's doing all these like all right yeah let's get the fogging machine on the set and we'll like <laughs> shut up wes <laughs> call me ape stink <laughs> All right, Sam uh, all right. I'll, all go. Right, I'll go. All right, you go. Steve. She's right. ready. She's bringing the heat. I'm ready. She is. All right. Thanks to Kayla for sending the questions in for this week. Scream was inspired by real events that took place in what state? California. Got California on the board. Oh. Um, Illinois. 
got Illinois on the board. Steve doesn't know our states. Say Hawaii, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Florida. People are fucking crazy in Florida. They are crazy. Steve would be right. Oh, All right. Yeah. That's yeah. Steve. Thank you, crazy Florida. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Yes, you guys weren't listening to Let's Not last week. Oh, shit. I did listen to it, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, okay. I'll go uh, last. Uh, thank you to everyone that sent me questions this week. I did get a few people sending me questions, but I'm going to save them because... Ooh, Joe's got some it's, Hall- it's Halloween, so I have to do all Ooh. Halloween holiday themed Ooh. trivia this week. So happy okay. Halloween, everyone. So my first question is, when is the next time there will be a full moon on Halloween? Oof. Give me the year. Uh, I'm going to be stupid and say 2021. All right. Uh, there, there was one last year. I'm going to say 2023. I'm going to go, so if there was one last year, that would mean 2045? You are all incorrect. The correct answer is 2039. Does it happen every so, like, like Pennywise years? It comes back every so often? I guess. I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> Good it, it, research. It, it really pissed me off because last year there was no Halloween in this area. I know. And it was on a Saturday, on a clear day, and full there was moon. a fucking full moon. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Perfect. Uh, Perfect storm. Um, oops, sorry. Um, also from Mondo, the in the curse of Michael Myers, Michael is said to be inflicted with this ancient druid curse. Thorn. The name of the- Fucking Joe's on uh-huh. a rampage today. <laughs> Wowzers. Oof. You're making a yeah. comeback, baby. Do it. All Fuck right. yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, still from Cody here. He's the goat. All right. In Gerald's game. Jesse throws a book at the wild dogs eating her dead husband. What's the title of that book? The Shining. Wrong. Rats. I've only seen Gerald's game once. Me too. It was pretty good, though. It was, it was decent. The that Game whole, of like... Gerald. Wrong. <laughs> I don't know it. Is it a Stephen um, King? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Misery. Wrong. Uh, wrong. It's not a Stephen King book, mm. and it's relevant to... Uh, this last like couple months so i'll give you each one more yes it's not a stephen king book it's not a stephen king book i was gonna say the stand since that's like a sickness and we have covid um i have no idea contagion Ooh. oh oh that's a movie no <laughs> she throws a dvd <laughs> you want any, one last guess, um so? sure no, let's go know. last man on earth wrong no Right. So the, the book <laughs> was Midnight Mass. Oh, I still haven't watched that. Okay. Damn, he's got his own little universe going on now. No kidding. I see you. <laughs> the King I'll universe. See you, sir. King verse. <laughs> have you guys watched any of you watched that yet? Castle Rock no. or Midnight Mass? No, the Midnight Mass. Yeah. No. No. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Probably Halloween's too busy of a time to watch yeah. a series, but I probably will in November. I'm just I'm curious. Everyone talks about it, so I need to know. All right, who's next? Is it Sam or Joe? I think me. All right. How many days did Sissy Spacek sleep in bloody clothes to nail the look of a gory scene in Carrie? Four. Three. We got four on the board. Oh, we got three on the board. Five. Come on down. We got da, da, five da, da. on the board. And the winner da, da, da. is Steve. All right. Steve. Gosh, damn it. <laughs> Tied it up, baby. I'm telling you. 
I'm drinking. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. oh, I was like, you guys are working. All again. right. There's a revision in the rules. Steve is no longer allowed to drink. <laughs> All um, righty. Well, I apologize, Steve, because this is another U.S. geography question. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> like you guys have done geography. You got Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but like the right. one state I go to. <laughs> Which U.S. state produces the most pumpkins? The most pumpkins? Fuck. Wyoming. Actually, I know. Okay. Ohio. Wyoming. Um, Ohio on the board. Oh. Idaho. Idaho. You're all incorrect. The correct answer is California. Illinois. Oh. I was going to say Illinois. Why did I fucking say it? <laughs> all right. Back to me, huh? Hold on, I gotta pick up uh, the Michelle. All right, for Michelle. Um, okay, that one's too easy, Michelle. Damn it, you guys are be quick with this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, wake up. What agency does oh Chris's best friend work for? And get out. Uh, the TSA. Oh. Good job, Sam. Sam got. Yeah, I think she did. Woo woo! Oof. Thanks, thanks for the wake up call, Todd. <laughs> Welcome. Let's make sure you're in the zone for that. Kayla, you sent me like six or seven of them. I will use them next week. Thank you. All right. So for this one, so uh, I know you've seen me guys use it in the past. The horror uh, trivial pursuit. Oh yes. <laughs> the, horror, yes. the horror trivial horror pursuit. Squad flashlight coming. Uh, <laughs> oh, so nice. fun, fun fact. It's actually wrong on this question, oh. but I'll, so I'll let you, if you say either of the two answers, what Trivial Pursuit says and what the real answer is, I'll give you the point. Okay. All right. What is the name of the restaurant that Sarah works at in Starry Eyes? I've never oh. seen it. It's a great movie. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. yeah never seen it. Only seen it once. Don't remember much about it. Uh, yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> Sarah once and I don't remember. The All diner, right. the Twilight Diner. <laughs> Starry-eyed diner. <laughs> All right. So the actual answer is Big Taters, <laughs> but the trivial oh, that's pursuit. Right. It's like a Hooters. But the trivial pursuit says Hot Tatas. <laughs> Both are cool names. Hot. Maybe they meant Hot Taters, like Taters. <laughs> Maybe. Huh. Some tater tots now. All right. So if okay. you ever lose a trivial pursuit and you don't want to embarrass yourself, just tell them you know they're sometimes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, got a tagline for you. Oh, oh boy. Every, every week, right? For, <laughs> we have for my three favorite guys. <laughs> well, this one's from Kayla, so you're going to have to thank her. All right. Lock the door. Pretend you're safe. Ooh, scared. Um, in Home Alone, but I, won't, you know, I, don't, <laughs> I know it's a horror movie. Uh, the when, when a stranger calls. All right, point goes to Todd. All right, really? The strangers? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm 100 surprised. <laughs> I thought I, I thought because I thought you would, you would ask that. No, no, no. You asked what he's, why they picked them, and I got that point right. Never mind. Because you were right. home. So, right. last question. Yes. Okay. In the famous song, "The Monster Match," who are the guests of the Halloween party? Uh, Dracula, Eeyore, and Dracula. I have three specific people in the lyric to the song. Eeyore, Frankenstein, and zombies. The zombies were having fun. The guests included Frankenstein, Wolfman, and his son. And his son. <laughs> yes. Okay, hold on. All right, let's Wolfman, go through Frankenstein and his son. 
Okay. That's on the board. Eeyore, the too. Like Eeyore, Wolfman, and his son. The guests okay. included Wolfman, Wolfman Frankenstein, Dracula, and his son. Oh, I think Sam got it. Yeah, she did. Sam, she did. Sam just got it. His Todd said Frankenstein. Stole it, Todd. Swooped in. Swooped in. <laughs> <Swoop>, there it is. <laughs> All right, point is time. Darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, everyone got two except for me tonight. I got one, which leaves me in first place with 102. Steve 101, Joe 99, Sam 68. Almost coming up to my favorite number. That concludes number 41. And I, no, I'm not going to ask them bonus questions, Kayla, because they did too well tonight. And I'm not about <laughs> that. So. You also have two right, movies to review, so. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show from 1975. A newly engaged couple have a breakdown in an isolated area and must seek shelter at the bizarre residence of Dr. Frank N. Furter. Yeah, so the movie starts off with uh, Brad and Janet, who they're like, you know, college sweethearts and at their buddy's wedding. Um, Betty Monroe, actually, is her name. And they're getting married and like, they're like, uh, Janet catches the bouquet and then Brad's buddy's like, hey, man, you can get married next. He's like, I don't know, maybe. But then he goes and looks at Janet, and Susan Sarandon's just super hot in this movie. So he's like, you know what, Janet, I have something to say. I really, something, you, the way you catch the bride's bouquet. Oh, Brad. So they start singing. Then they're driving, and then they break down, and then they're like, hey, I saw a castle back there. That's not random. Let's go visit it. So they walk through there, sing again. They go in the castle. This hunchback dude, uh, Riff Raff, opens the door. He's like, come on in. He's not creepy at all. They go in. There's like a big swinger party going on, basically. And they stay, and they open up to like a night of debauchery and uh, sexual awakening for, you know, both straight and gay and uh, a lot of singing and just a lot of good times. So first time I saw this movie, I was too young to appreciate it. And I was like, this is not for me. There's a lot of, uh, obviously, if you've never seen this movie, there's a lot of like cross-dressing and sex and homosexuality, things like that. Um, so 13-year-old Todd was like, I don't understand this, so I'm going to not like it. Um, but 2021 Todd, I fucking love this movie. I had a really good time watching it. The soundtrack we've always listened to, and it was really cool to see it on screen. Um, there's not a lot that I don't like because it's not a movie that like, you're going to pick apart. But that's my initial thoughts. Doug it. A lot Can of I ask you, you guys a question before... We give my thoughts. Uh, did you guys watch the US or UK version of the movie? Because they are different. Um, the US... I, watched, I watched whatever was on Amazon Prime. So I think I'm assuming the US version. Okay. The, the UK, UK version has a different has, song, doesn't it? Has an extra song. Uh, there's no, a whole I extra think, song at the end. I think we saw the UK version. That's the one where it's like, don't dream it, be it. Is that the extra song? Maybe. I'm not sure which what the song is. but it's a good I, song. Because I had never seen it before. I was like, do I not remember this? But I've seen it so many times, so I think we did see the UK mm. one. It's very possible. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like similar to Todd. Like when I first saw it, I was like really young, and I just didn't understand it. And like I was like, oh, a musical. I was like, no, this isn't for me. Um, and then I think I the next time I really ended up watching it was I went with Sam to like uh like a midnight screening of it where they did like the shadow cast um and it was like i had an absolute blast at that and i just my appreciation for this movie just like grew into like and i can totally understand like i think seeing it for the first time like like if you can see it like with a shadow cast like you absolutely need to go do that because it's like one of the most fun things you could ever experience um you know you got people like throwing stuff at the screen and you got just like all this crazy it's just it just adds to the just the fun of this whole movie um this movie's like batshit crazy um and like 
it's just like it makes like at times it, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever but like you just go along for the ride like this movie just like makes you go along for the ride and accept it for what it is um and i totally do like it's just it's so fun it's so bizarre it's so weird um but it's just like the songs are just so catchy all the characters are just so interesting and so great and it's just like the type of movie you just can't take your eyes like off of and you just want to see what the hell is going to happen next um so yeah i mean i really did i really dig it um i'm with todd and joe i remember seeing a little bit of this when i was younger but i didn't really get it i knew that because i liked musicals that it was one i was supposed to like but it just never really caught my attention for too long until i got older and started like doing my halloween parties i would always put the songs on my playlist um and then just each time i watch it more and more it's just such a gem it's so fun it's so cute it's hilarious there's so much going on i love all of the costumes i love just like the production of it like there's I feel like it's like a cannonball of confetti, you know, it's like a snow globe of insanity. I love it so much. Um, great characters, great music. It's a great time. Uh, I'm going to start by saying that musicals are my least favorite of all the movie genres. I just don't enjoy musicals. Uh, just, you know, with the exception of maybe South Park, bigger longer and uncut i don't think i've ever really enjoyed a musical maybe phantom of the opera but uh so i came into this kind of dreading it a little bit because i knew it was a musical but i didn't know i liked the song so there was that going for it and sure enough the fucking movie is just a, a blast and it's ironic it's the music that i enjoyed more than the dialogue in this particular movie i think the dialogue actually kind of drags the movie down a little bit uh so that's something uh, that would surprise me in this uh just watching tip curry having so much fun uh doing this role was just such a blast and it just it just seems like such a good time in that castle you know it's weird but it's like funny and interesting and uh it just I, I just had a ton of fun watching it. You know, I had a smile on my face for the majority of the film. I do think the first half is more enjoyable than the second. It's like they were trying to get some story into it in the second half that dragged it down a little bit for me. But overall, I had a good time watching this. Yeah, I think pretty much unanimous right across the board. Um, there's not a lot I don't like. Like, it's fucking, it's really good. And it's like a, it's just a fucking trip. Like Joe was saying, like, you're just, you're just along for the ride. You know, at that point when you get to the castle and they open up and they're fucking dancing and shit. Like, I feel like we're, the audience is supposed to be Brad because we're like all naive. And like, I'm like, Brad, what the fuck are you doing? Like, dude, do something. He's like, no, honey, we can just go in there and uh, ask to use the phone. And he's like hitting on your woman in front of you, taking off your clothes. And like, Brad's still like the stupid ass naive dude. And Susan Sarandon's like, hot man she's smoking hot in this movie like absolute smoke show um and it's just like i don't know it's just it's just a fun movie and then but i do feel bad about uh uh what's his face getting killed by frankenfooter because like he was not the center of attention he was all upset so he goes to kill him like you little bitch like why'd you have to go kill him he's cool but other than that like I, just overall it's just super fun i don't even know what we can say about it anymore. yeah um well it's like funny because like frankenfurter is like like 
he's such like a bad character like he's like he does so many horrible things in this but you still like feel for him like at the end you know you don't want to see him die like you know (laughs) what i mean and you know just like but he's like he does so many awful things like he kills meatloaf's character which is just like a great scene like meatloaf just fucking comes flying in on his motorcycle which is just like where does he come from like at like he's like comes out of nowhere he's in a cooler and then yeah yeah right like it just makes no sense he just like busts through the wall on his motorcycle um and then yeah he just, he kills him and then he basically rapes janet uh at one point like and then janet and brad and brad yeah pretty yeah. much um what about and, rocky and rocky, rocky yeah i mean yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah um but man it's just like tim curry he's just so electric like in this movie like it's like maybe probably his best performance i mean pennywise is up there too obviously but i don't know there's just something really special yeah. about uh this performance and I, everybody really in this movie everyone's great and i was saying to my wife like you gotta be like very bold to to do this movie especially as like a straight man you know like because like a lot of people get typecasts and uh, this is tim curry's first movie and like this is a huge risk like not that there's anything wrong with what they're doing but like you know in 1975, well, in, in 1975 stuff, like, yeah yeah I mean, it's like super super progressive like these guys yeah. fucking pulled it off like, everyone pulled it off it was great and um what was up with janet though banging fucking rocky though like <laughs> come on girl i i get you got you guys both banged uh rangifooter there because he tricked you and then he was that good with that d so he's still like all right round two but why she have to bang rocky poor brad because look at that so body shorts <laughs> yeah but brad's hot too like who would cheat the on him He's a babe. I think it just sexual awakening. Well, she was a yeah. I mean, she was a virgin, right? Like, because she does. She says like, I was saving myself for Brad to Frank. So yeah, it's like her sexual awakening. Like you know, and now she just wants to apparently fuck anything. Like she see any anybody she sees, and I mean, she's kind of a terrible character too. Because like you know, yeah. Brad was like such a great guy and was so good to her. So yeah, like fuck Janet too. <laughs> that was awesome. Still banging, still banging though just so much to love about this movie it's just the sets are really like well made the costumes are really incredible uh like it's just everything about this movie is fun uh you know my, my only knocks I, I like i said is the second half and i found it a little slow at times you know like i said when the dialogue kicks in sometimes i was like okay can we just get to the next song already like just like i just didn't understand why they're talking so much you know i wanted more music and more dancing and stuff uh but yeah i just thoroughly uh thoroughly enjoyed this yeah it's great rate it sure yeah i'm going to a solid 9.25 out of 10 oh wow it's great it's fun um yeah i mean this movie's great i i always have a fun time watching it my i agree with steve though i do think there's some pacing issues that does bog the movie down um here and there um, but it's still a really good flick and, you know, it's, I think it's a Halloween, even though it's technically maybe not a Halloween movie, I think it's uh, still like a staple to watch around this time of the year. Um, so I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm going to give it a nine. See, I, I really enjoyed it, but I guess less than you guys. Uh, it's not something I would necessarily re- revisit every year. You know, it's, it's, it didn't get that from me. Uh, I do like the music. It's part of my, like, Halloween playlist. But uh, I give it a 7.5. I, I enjoyed it, uh, but it's something I wouldn't watch maybe every five years type of deal, more so than anything else. But still an enjoyable movie. I approved all around. Brings us, we're actually making a really good time. 
Uh, brings us to our next film, 1988's Beetlejuice, directed by Tim Burton. The spirits of a deceased couple are harassed by an unbearable family that has moved into their home and hire a malicious spirit to drive them out. So we got Alec Baldwin and uh, Gina Davis. They're like a very wholesome couple living in this like awesome little town. And he's like, he owns a freaking hardware store and he's on vacation and they're just going to stay at home a couple of weeks and have a great vacation together. Alec Baldwin is like a little tinker. He's making like a full uh, scale replica of uh, the town in his attic. He's like, hey, like I got to go down and get a fucking brush. Let's go, babe. You know, so they drive down to the store. They come back up. This fucking dog gets in front of them. They swerve. They bust through like a little freaking um, uh, bridgehead and they're like the dog's bouncing on a little beam. If the dog gets off, they fall. He gets off and they fall. Next scene, they're returning back home. They're all soaked and they're like, damn, this is a great way to start a vacation. But stuff isn't, stuff doesn't add up. They don't have a reflection. Uh, they can't feel the heat or they light on fire when they get too close to the fireplace. And then Alec Baldwin steps outside and these fucking giant sandworms try to eat him and he's saved by his wife. Then they find this little book, the handbook for the recently deceased, right? Where they're like, I think we're dead. And then they realize that they did not survive the accident. They're in purgatory or in hell or whatever afterlife you want to call it. And they have to live in their house and they can't leave the confines of it. So their house gets sold uh, to this incredibly annoying family, but they have a little daughter named Lydia played by uh, what's her face. And she's like the gothic chick. Um, and she's strange and unusual, like the craft ladies, and she can see them. So they start talking to each other and they want these guys out of the house, but they really love Lydia. And that's where we get to Beetlejuice because he's a bio exorcist where if you hire him, he will get rid of the humans, but he's evil. So don't do it. Um, I mean, an absolute classic, man. Love this movie. It's, it's great every time. It's never boring. Um, I would love to see more of him in this movie, uh, Beetlejuice, because he's just like we talked about earlier. He's just amazing, his role. There's not, yeah, there's not, not a lot I don't like in this movie, so a solid, solid flick. Um, yeah, I mean, I love this movie so much. It's It never gets old. Like, every time I watch it, it like, I'm automatically, like, glued to the screen. There's just so many, like, iconic scenes, too, like, in this movie. It's unbelievable. The character building is amazing. This, like, honestly, the character building in this movie is, like, next level to me. Like, you are introduced to the Maitlands, and within the first like couple minutes, you love this couple. Like you're automatically like almost instantly attract, like attached to them. Like you, 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 you know, the emotion is there. Like you're, you can't, like you want to see what happens next to them. You feel bad when they die and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, and just like the character building on all the characters, this is great. I mean, the score is next level. Um, you know, when that Beetlejuice music starts in the beginning there, it's like so good and it carries on to, you know, the, the Deo song, of course, another iconic scene. And I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get more in depth into it, but I mean, to me, this uh, is just an absolute classic. Um, yes, Beetlejuice. What's not to love about it? The set design is great. Costumes are great. The score is amazing. I remember watching this when I was a kid. I became obsessed with Gina Davis. Like I wanted to die thinking that I could turn into a ghost to be with her. Um, I was obsessed with her. Is this but before or after you're going to be a tornado chaser with Meg Ryan? This was Ryan, before. Before I wanted to be a tornado chaser. Yeah, there you go. Hell this not Meg Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this was before. Um, 
what else can I say? Oh, some of the scenes are kind of scary, especially like when Beetlejuice turns into a fucking snake, when he like grabs everyone's faces at the dinner table, like it's pretty spooky. Um, the sandworms, all sorts of stuff. It's it's scary and fun. I agree. I, I love Beetlejuice. I watch it every year and I have since the 90s. I had this one on VHS and then DVD and now Blu-ray. So uh, absolutely adore this movie. Um, there's a lot to love about it. There's a lot of little scenes that still make me laugh to this day. Uh, like, for example, the smoking corpse in the waiting room. He's, uh, you know, he's trying to quit. He says, <laughs> cutting down myself uh, <laughs> on the cigarettes. Uh, just these little like touches that I really enjoy in this movie everyone i think performs really well like for their role and everything so that's always great uh i love uh tim burton's aesthetic in the 90s especially uh you know between this edward scissorhands batman nightmare before christmas which isn't technically a burton film but is very burton-esque um it's just yeah he, he he's a fantastic uh, director i love the music i love the whole town just the way that it's, it's built up and uh, yeah It's a a really fun film. But uh, when you watch it critically, as we did, I guess, because we're reviewing it, you start to see a lot of plot holes that uh, I can overlook because I'm such a fan of the film. But it's just like, you know, like, okay, well, that maybe that's a little weird. Uh, There are a lot of loose rules in this uh, universe. So maybe we can discuss a few of them, see what you guys think. Uh, But overall, uh, yeah, I I dug this movie a lot. Well, you color me intrigued. I want to hear them. (laughs) All right, so let's begin uh, the Maitlands, the poor Maitlands, whose car falls five feet into the water. Yeah, it's hard to get out of a car. Like once all the water gets in, you're fucked. Like you not, can't open not the doors to the pressure. Actually, you can. Really? Yeah. If you let okay. the car fill up, you can just open the door. Just <laughs> Really? <laughs> probably yeah. panicked. Yeah, they're Maybe probably they panicked. Their heads. Just... Maybe they hit their heads and knocked out. Yeah, anyway, it's just that made me laugh. Like when I saw the yeah. this <laughs> the splash design, I'm like, huh, okay, well. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're also talking about a 20-pound dog that held up a board that held the car, <laughs> right? You know? So, uh, but that's fine. These are all like nitpicks, really. I'm not, I'm not yeah. knocking it for anything like that. Uh, the Maitlands also technically should look drowned, right? Because all the other people in the ghost realm are represented in the way they died. Um, mm-hmm. So I always wondered why the Maitlands escaped that. Um, so that was another like kind of little nitpick that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also find the effects, even though they're charming because it's a Burton film, uh, some of the effects are a little like off. Uh, the stop motion is cool, but in some, like the sandworm I always found was a weird. Yeah, the sandworm's a little off. Yeah, and the whole sandworm idea, like, I get it's their reason to keep him in the house, but like you guys said before, like, why is Beetlejuice not, <laughs> you know, because uh, he's clearly going into this house, no problem, and uh, the the lady, too, also gets into this house, no problem, the one that's like their... Juno? Juno, Case yeah, she, she, she goes into the house, no problem, you know, so the rules and are And it comes of... into their house in front of right. everybody? Not exactly. Uh, so just yeah. stuff like that, that... Uh, I noticed and the thing that disturbed me the most about this movie and even in the 90s I remember thinking that is how much Beetlejuice wants to marry this what 14 year old (laughs) (laughs) you know he's 600 (laughs) Um, so I always thought that was an interesting uh, thing about this movie and but one thing I do love is and I don't think he gets enough credit for it because 
he's overshadowed by so many great performances. But so Jeffrey Jones, who plays the dad, um, I loved Bad him. Bad person. He was. Yeah, that didn't he, age well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like a villain in most of the movies. Ferris in the 80s. Bueller. Yeah. Ferris Bueller mm-hmm. and Stay Tuned. You know, he's like one of the classic kind of 80s villains. So mm-hmm. it's, I, I love him in this. He just he just wants to fucking relax, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, that's right. all he wants. He reminds me of myself, honestly. Like when he kept saying, I'm trying to relax. Like every other sentence. Like that's what I say. Yeah. And it's funny because that room that he wants to keep love is the same room. as your room. You know, like right yeah. that you're in right now. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So you're, yeah, you're basically that character, you know? But without the weird stuff. Let's just put that other. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and I love the little like touches, like when he's reading the magazine, the inserts keep falling out. So mm. if you if you read magazines, especially in the nineties, fucking inserts were every two pages. So it's just those stupid little cardboard. Remember like cologne samples? Yeah, <laughs> where you have to stick, oh, yeah. stick it from the page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good times. But yeah, overall, it's just like these little things. It's also interesting that everyone thinks of when they think of Beetlejuice, they think of that black and white striped suit. But he yeah, only, he barely wears it. He wears it for like two minutes in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he's in a ton mm-hmm. of other outfits, but I, not that I one. I noticed that watching post, it, yeah. It's the poster, obviously, that makes people think of that, but I always right. thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. thing that he barely wears that suit at all. <laughs> so. Right. And, and also, I noticed watching it this time, uh, I don't think you see Bill Juice until oh, like over an hour into this movie, like the first time you see him. Like There's like yeah. a lot of buildup until you actually see him. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. You see a lot of the Maitlands before they yeah. introduce uh, Beetlejuice, and I love the first shot of the Maitlands. Is um, uh, he's he's picking up a spider like from his town and mm-hmm. like wants to set it free, but he tosses out like the window from the top floor, <laughs> so that spider yeah. fucking died. Anyways, I was just like, I don't know, just little, these little things I thought were amusing. But uh, and Catherine O'Hara, man, fucking what a delight that woman. She's Great. Like, yeah, she's yeah. a Canadian icon here. Like we love her here, so amazing. Kevin, yeah, yeah. No, Kevin, Kevin yeah, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> yeah. That, that's where I knew her from more Kevin. than anything. Winona, Winona is great too. Oh yeah, Winona, yeah, she's fantastic in this. Yeah, I, I mean, you know who I hate though? Fucking Ortho. Fuck him. I love Otho. I was going to say Otho. I think is like oh, so an underrated character in this. Like he's just so I don't know. There's just something about him like I that stand I him. find so intriguing. He's so um, mean to his suicide suicidal partner. I'm like, he dude. Is really, yeah. I think it, it's all in his delivery. Like, I don't know. Like, he, I don't know. I really, I really like him. And he's the same way in Demolition Man. Just like he's like back, basically the same character. Oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. yeah he he's passed like, away a few years ago. Kill. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't know what the whole thing is where he has to enter through the window. That was so <laughs> yeah, that was odd. <laughs> Just another like tim burton quirky thing i I mean the whole movie is just like the whole the whole movie is a quirky tim burton thing uh but i love the death world in this movie like it's just i wish we could explore it more actually Mm -hmm. uh and but that's also a realm that i'm kind of curious as to what the deal is like there aren't that many bodies in there what are they actually waiting for you know there's uh you know 10 million numbers man. but there's only like five people in the waiting room <laughs> you know it's just like all these questions i have what well, were those ghosts that the janitor like you know the lost souls like what's their deal what you know it's just a lot of questions that are unanswered but it's fine because overall it's just a kind of fun adventure more than anything who is yeah. your favorite ghoul in like the waiting room there smoking corpse for me 
smoking corpse. corpse. Yeah, yeah I, I really love that one. I, when I was a kid, it was the the guy with the little head, the shrunken head, uh, the yeah. shrunken head. I know my my sister really loved that character. Like she was a big fan. So, but that would be my favorite. It's the smoking one. Mm-hmm. I really like the football players because they're super yeah, annoying. They're great. <laughs> I'm not your coach. He survived. Yeah. I'm just thinking like that the- when they're going through the office, I'm like, if someone just organize this, we would have a better, like, I, that was just bugging me. I'm like, pick up the papers off the floor, file them correctly, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the guy that got run over to you. has to be like that forever. Yeah, the flat guy, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> I got that as a Christmas ornament last year from uh, Homemade Horror. Homemade that was uh, his annual yeah. Christmas ornament was the flat guy. Yeah, Very it's a, cool. That's yeah, a cool one. But again, like, at least the Maitland should be like drowned when they go into that world. Like maybe keep them normal when they're in the real world, but in that world, it makes no sense that they're like perfectly fine. It's just I mean, uh, they're all wet at first. Yeah, like slightly. <laughs> they're like wet. soaked. <laughs> from that what do you think? Like dive. make them like a little more blue or something? Like how? Do yeah, you like make them, make them drown. drown yeah. You know? so yeah. Like make them. Yeah, like uh, like essentially like the creep show uh, zombies there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I didn't understand why the Maitlands were like rotting when Beetlejuice was doing, or when they were doing the. Well, because they've they've at that point they've been dead for oh, whoever knows how long. So yeah, so oh. like it's there, it's bringing them back to like yeah, so they're okay. decomposing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which is a great That's scene. Been bugging me like, for thirty years. <laughs> the makeup in that on that scene is great, and it's fucking creepy as hell. Like it's it scared me as a kid. Yeah, like, I, I was terrified of that scene. Mm-hmm. It's fucking like like it's terrifying it is uh, and they're floating and they're green and it's just like yeah mm-hmm. i also find it interesting for like this movie is considered like a family movie but there's actually like a lot of like dirty humor in this is you know with the with the beetlejuice character Be- beetlejuice like obviously. fake jacks off and everything yeah like, he just yeah. like damn he goes he to the fucking strip club <laughs> yeah he goes to the strip club he grabs his dick at one point right. like <laughs> he uh he always tries to look up uh Li- oh, right. uh, what's her dress yeah. there at one point <laughs> my favorite sequence though is when um he asks about his like references or something like that, qualifications he's like yeah. well i uh attended the uh, juilliard acting school like <laughs> right he's just seen the exorcist ass. yeah 127 times and it keeps getting funnier every time i've seen it <laughs> uh so yeah i mean michael keaton's so good he's in this. fucking like, great unbelievable yeah like he just went all out and like yeah, I mean that's why he without like his performance, like who knows, like if this would be considered like a classic or like an iconic movie. Uh he really does make it. Yeah, he does. You know, yeah, it would have been interesting to see what another actor does with it, but mm-hmm. he can't, you know, like it's just it's his role really and fuck he's good he's such a delight and like Todd said, you know, yeah, on the one hand, I would love to see him more, but maybe not seeing him more is what makes it so appealing because he has so few scenes right. and so when he comes up on screen you're like excited for it and you're ready to see what the fuck he's gonna say because it could be anything <laughs> like he's just and i wonder how much of that was improv versus written right um, you know because it's so random that I, you have to think that some of it was improv i would think so definitely i, I don't know if is tim burton just one of those guys that doesn't improv like i don't know oh well here you go imdb michael keaton ad-libbed 90 percent of his lines there you go. <laughs> so it was all it was all him then. It was yeah. all him other than mm-hmm. the important dialogue to get mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. I mean, do you think it's do you think we're past the sequel at this point, or do you think like a sequel would be interesting? Yeah, I think it's like hocus pocus. Like, why? That's like the biggest question. Like, no, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, but they what know do- people will pay will 
put their money into it. So I mean, but are, are people signing up for Disney Plus just to watch Hocus Pocus too? Like, I, I would doubt that. You know, it's just like, oh, why? We'll, we'll, we'll see next year, I guess. But so, so here's my, here's my question to you guys. What movie that had a long hiatus would you say, oh, thank God they made a new one because that reinvigorated the series? Because a lot of them Blade Runner. just did it, though. Maybe for it you, did, but not, it, not... It, for, for like the super nerds, it did, but it like critically it didn't. I mean, uh, financially, it didn't really make his money back, but he got to make Dune because of it. So that's good. What about Star Wars? Uh, but they never, didn't stop that long, right? If you really look at yeah. like the time-wise, um, because they had them in the 90s. They had them in the 80s, 90s, 2000. So it's not like it had a huge gap between them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't a know. direct like, sequel, like a continuation? Like, like, what about like a prequel? Like how Beetlejuice became Beetlejuice? Yeah. Or, yeah. It's just because he's old, you know, older now. I don't know, like would they he make a cover as kooky as right he is now yeah mm-hmm. it's not the same guy right it's like i don't know like juno, it, juno was his partner right or her partner yeah he was he juno's assistant so. yeah and he there, branched yeah. off so yeah, yeah some, i guess they could do something with that but i don't know yeah sometimes these things are better in idea than actual execution like bill and ted right i was a huge bill and ted fan i love the first two and I was super psyched when they finally fucking made the third one. And holy shit, it was a piece of garbage. Was it bad? I started watching it, but oh, fuck, it was got bad. Distracted. Like, in my opinion, as a big fan, it was fucking terrible. Like, really bad. Like, I don't know how the fuck they fucked it up that bad. Mm-hmm. bad you know? That sucks. So, yeah, maybe it's just better if they don't touch it. Because like, I really can't think of a series where I'm like, damn, they, thank God they made that, you know, 25 years later. <laughs> I mean, you guys like Halloween 2018. Yeah, right. But, so I mean, and that was like a but you know, it, it also had movies in the nineties, two thousands, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess soft reboots, reboots are a little different than than full sequels. Yeah, right. I mean, I they'd have to go a sequel route because you know they're gonna want to bring Winona Ryder back, and I'm sure they would want to bring like Catherine O'Hara back. They're not gonna bring Jeffrey Jones back. <laughs> That's for sure. Why not? Um, He's around. Yeah, yeah, but did he? At the he, he was he in prison? Yeah. Really? Was he? Yeah, he, he had like child, child porn, porn charges. Porn. Oh, fucking shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Alec Baldwin, probably not the most not popular actor right now. Yeah. yeah. Wish the more well, comes out, the more it's not his fault, looks like. So. Yeah, but even, you know, just his name. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's tainted mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Gina Davis would probably, I'm sure they could get them, her back. And... Yeah, she was Reagan again, or not again, but. She was Reagan in extra series, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's a trivia question, but you won't get a point for it. But how long was Beetlejuice actually in the movie for? Four minutes. Uh no, he was, was it, like 12 minutes. Sam, 20, would you like to guess? 23. 14 and a half minutes. That's it. Of the entire runtime. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. 14 and a half of solid. Solid minutes. Yep. Here's another uh, interesting tidbit. So um, after the box office success of this movie, a sequel was written called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Uh, uh, a script was commissioned. Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder both signed, signed on to reprise their respective roles, but Tim Burton lost interest in the project and went to uh, went on to direct Batman. Um, and then 
uh, still to this day, Warner Brothers is still trying to get the original sequel concept into production. I hope not, though. Beale just goes Hawaiian. That's just sounds like stupid. what? Do they go on vacation <laughs> and he's there in Hawaii or something? I guess That's the only way they can go, right? That kind of reminds me of like the cartoon, like which I did enjoy. I think Steve said he didn't like the cartoon, yeah. but I did like the cartoon. Yeah, you the did cartoon. like the cartoon, okay? Yeah, yeah. I like the cartoon quite a bit. So um, it sounds it reminds me of of that in a lot of ways, but. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Wow, I, I take back everything good I said about Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> I did not know that at all. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> God, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's uh, he yeah, yeah dark yeah. path there for him. Yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea. So yeah, that's why when um he slaps Lydia on the backside, it, it's a different context now that you know that in the movie where she's in yeah. the office and he slaps her in the butt. Yeah, it's like oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm actually glad yeah. I didn't know that. I watched it, but uh, yeah. But other than that, hopefully no. that doesn't ruin for you because it's a great movie. No. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I've seen it so many times at this point. Yeah. It's not like it would uh, ruin the movie or anything. But it's cool that you know Catherine O'Hara now is like super popular again. Yeah. You know, it's just it's weird to see uh, and Michael Keane's making what, a resurgence. What is Catherine O'Hara popular for right now? Uh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh, duh. She was amazing in that. <laughs> yeah. So but between that, her coming back, Michael Keane making a resurgence, Winona Ryder. Uh, making a resurgence with uh, Stranger Things, you know, it's it's time. <laughs> like it, it's now or never, really. Right. Yeah, they're I all still alive. Let's like they're also yeah. alive and you know popular. So, yep. Yeah. The nostalgia. Yeah, I mean the nostalgia factor. So like everybody's doing it. So, yeah, you know, exactly. That's, that's I think the only it. one that might probably want to do it would be Alec Baldwin. He yeah. might, you know, he, give him some time. You know, he not because obviously... of the shooting thing, but oh, okay. Of, like maybe he's a little I, bit too big for it. I think he'd come back for it. I so, think he definitely would. Yeah, I think so. He cameos in a lot of stuff. Like, so. I wonder how you explain their age, though. Because if they're dead, they're not supposed to age. Right. But you I know mean, what you... they do in this movie a lot? Is every time they break a rule, they're like, well, it was in the handbook. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. You didn't read the handbook? All right, exactly. So maybe they could just constantly say stuff about the handbook. And... Or they could de-age them or something. Oh, I hate, it. <laughs> no, I hate it. I that would be my concern about doing it again is that they would like use CGI or rely on CGI for like a lot of the stuff and it just wouldn't have the same feel. Yeah, I agree. Because even Tim Burton has started using CGI and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, he did it in a stupid Charlie and Chocolate Factory and yeah, and Dumbo like Dum- CGI, Dumbo. So. Didn't he do like Alice in Wonderland too? Yeah, he did. All That's right, both of them. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the original choice for Beetlejuice was? Um, Kevin Costner. No. Fine. Uh, no, no, no. So Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. to play oh Beetlejuice. Wow. That would have been interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that, so. uh, back to Rocky Horror, I know that the Meatloaf's character is supposed to be Elvis. Like they want Elvis oh. to play that. Oh, movie. really? Yeah. yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. That would have fit perfectly. Yeah, yeah it would have fit. For, yeah, yeah, for sure. Would have been just like a great small cameo, but yeah. Mm-hmm. We loved it great in it, so he did. Uh, rate it, yeah, yeah. Steve, you've watched this one for 30 years every year for the last 30 years. So, what's your rating? Uh, for me, it's an 8.5 out of 10. I don't think 8. it's 8.5, like, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the greatest movie, it's just one I enjoy watching, uh, you know, watching every year. Like, it just I have a blast watching it. And, like I said, I, I don't think I've missed this movie once one year since I got it on VHS in the 90s. So yeah, uh, 8.5. I think it's a very good movie, one I love, but not like an amazing movie, you know. Wait, was Todd surprised by that score? You thought that was low? I thought it was too low for his love for it. 
Mm -hmm. I think I give Rocky Horror a four and a half, and I gave Beetlejuice a four and a half, I think, on Letterboxd. You gave it a four, I think. Did I give it a four? So uh, I'm I'm at like a nine, man. It's it's a great movie. Uh, you know, I'm giving it a ten. I I I love it. I I really do. I, I love this movie, and watching it today again just like put a smile on my face and. It like I don't know. To me, there's just like the movie really never drags. It's just so weird and so quirky, and I just there's like so many scenes to me that are just like so iconic. And yeah, I mean the performances are great. So yeah, to me it's a ten. Samsonite. Um, I'm gonna rate it a nine point two. And there is one line that I've never liked in this movie even the last time I watched it is when Lydia gets back and they're talking about the math quiz. And she's like, I got an A. I just hate the delivery on that line so much. <laughs> I just hate it. I don't know why. I just cannot stand the delivery on that. So mm-hmm. that's what drops it down. <laughs> well, that's it. Solid, I just got an A. Uh, I got an A. I got an A. Thank you, everybody who uh, voted for this one. So this one was put up yes. to the vote on all our social medias. I almost I won think, this time, but once again, yeah, was it Joe that picked the <laughs> Yeah, I picked I picked this one. Yep. Yeah, and uh, it was House of a Thousand Corpses from Todd. It mm-hmm. was Under Wraps from Sam, and I picked Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses came very very close. Yeah. I did. Like, I might uh, watch that one Halloween night instead of Halloween this year. Yeah. Nice. Yes. We'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. I think maybe we should save House of a Thousand Corpses for next Halloween. That could be a good Halloween review for next year or something. Two solid movies for two different reasons, I think, but mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. go wrong. I think Rocket Horror is a great like get together movie, having fun, and then Beetlejuice is just a classic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed revisiting Rocky Horror, though. I was that very happy that we we picked that. I mean, we we, we kind of knew this was coming for the last like month and a half. Um, yeah. We talked about it in, like September that we wanted to do it, but I'm glad we did it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's a and that's you know Joe says it a lot. Like the reason I love doing a show like this is because some movies I don't know like it's it's in my DVD collection I've had it for you know ever but to pull actually pull it out out of 2000 DVDs you know it's right uh, you know it gives me a reason to do it Steve are you the same way with me Steve is where it's like I'll pull out a movie and be like oh, I remember I fucking bought this at Target when I was fucking oh yeah yeah <laughs> you start memory lane shit yeah and, and then you look at it it's still in the plastic like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you like open it it's like that crisp like, yeah yeah it smells like a new dvd still yeah it's awesome. it does yeah <laughs> i love it yeah all right, all right uh set. next week nope. are we still planning to do uh the double feature of i forget <laughs> one second slumber party massacre slumber party massacre and slumber Patter party massacre remake let's do Where's it the remake planet um let's see i think it was sci-fi wasn't it like a sci-fi it, was, it was on sci-fi for me because i don't have sci-fi uh, for me, it was on Crave. I, I, that's HBO Max for you guys, I think. I I think it's a I thought or, it was a sci-fi, but it could be on HBO Max or Hulu. It's it's I get both. It should definitely be available for free. Hold on, I can look it up real quick. In, very intrigued because I have not seen the original Slumber Party Massacre in since high school, probably. So mm-hmm. that did, you get, the, did be... you get the figure when it came out? No, I didn't. Just because like I haven't watched it in so long, so I never no. jumped on it. Um. 
So according to this, you can watch it on YouTube if you have a premium subscription. And then it's also available for rent on Amazon Prime, Vudu, Google Play for like $3.99. So that's not bad. Yeah. But I feel like it I feel like you might be able to find it for free, like on demand or something like that. So, you know, I'll we'll keep you updated on the Discord if uh, we can find it for free for you guys too. Yeah, I'm gonna right, and then... re- definitely rewatch the original first because okay. the second one is very contingent on you having seen the original. Like, okay. Second yeah. and third are pretty lame. But, yeah, I've never seen uh, the sequels. Yeah. Maybe I've seen the second. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but the third. And the original, the original Sumbled Party Massacre, you can watch for free on Tubi. Tubi. And you can also watch it on Pluto TV, Vudu, and Amazon Prime. All or for free if you have any Factory Blu-ray. There you go. There you go. Get it. <laughs> so plenty of options That's to watch the original for free. But yes, but happy Halloween, everyone. Once happy again. Yes, happy Halloween. Stay safe. Check your candy. Drink all the pumpkin beer. Watch all the horror movies. Get frisky in your costumes. Oh, and, and for God's sake, don't don't give some shitty candy to people. No candy yeah. corn. <laughs> no of the none of that fucking like waxy shit. Yeah, no. Give the kids the good stuff this year. They they deserve. Mm-hmm. I got four yeah. giant bags of like fucking Kit Kat bar Snickers. Yeah, me too. Love Come candy. on over, kids. See you later. Bye, Bye guys. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think?